0: Welcome, we're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to help brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon.
1: And I'm Amy Navarone. And this is A World of Hopes.
0: All right, Amy. Well, before we get to our stories of hope this week, I was just glancing at the calendar and we did uh, touch on this last episode a bit, but this happens to be the one year anniversary of doing a World of Hopes podcast, if you can believe that. It sure doesn't feel like a year.
1: <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's been a year. I mean, if I think back to when we first started, I, I think it's because we weren't recording quite as consistently as we are right now. So there was definitely some more time passing between each episode. Right. But you know, even once we kind of got into the rhythm of of recording more regularly. I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it's been a year, but I I mean, the calendar says it, it has but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Time marches on. Yeah.
1: Time marches on. That's true.
0: It's definitely been a lot of fun though, you know, and in- we originally started this because, of course, we both wanted to inject some hope. I think it was more therapeutic personal therapy for both both of us than anything but but also to just share some hope with others and uh you know, we started this of course in the middle of the pandemic, and you know times uh were were looking rather bleak <laughs> it was it was definitely a challenging uh challenging year to say the least uh, I don't know about you, but this little podcast has definitely been uh a source of catharsis for me. You know, it's something I look forward to. And, you know, just being able to share in these good stories of hope and really uh, seeing firsthand that there really is a lot of goodness in the world. And I think uh, it's it's hard to remember that sometimes. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. this is a good reminder for me. So that's been good.
1: When I think back to May of last year, I don't know, everything was just so... Mm -hmm so different i was definitely in a place where i was craving um i don't know interaction like i had gotten really too good at isolating and being alone and as uh, a person with more extroverted tendencies like not being around people was a really hard adjustment but i had kind of been in a weird transition phase um the year prior to all of this happening, the year prior to us starting this podcast. So I had kind of I kind of been doing that on my own as it was. I don't know, maybe I my my circle my circle of people was just really small. And so then when the pandemic hit and you know, we were told to stay home and yada yada yada, that transition was really easy at the same time uh, I realized the negative effect it was having on me. I don't know. And so I think just even, um, you know, like you said, knowing there is hope even when you can't see it. Like for me, that was kind of where I was at that point in time. Like, it was just yeah, like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm only hearing all of this horrible stuff. My life right now feels like this horrible mess. That's all I can kind of see. Um, I was kind of stuck in that. So this little project definitely gave me just a different lens to look through and uh, a different kind of awareness just to always be looking for that hope, for that positive side, for the good, even when it's really hard to. Even yesterday, I was having a conversation with one of my friends. We were both like knee deep in a pity party is essentially what was happening.
0: I was party to many of those (laughs) <laughs> with myself over the last year, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, so we kind of had to have one of those moments where, you know, she called out the positive stuff for me and I called out the positive stuff for her and and we were able to kind of get ourselves out of that spot. And I feel like that's it's really what this this podcast has been for me, you know, a chance to <laughs> not in that place but to be more aware and revel in what hope we can find
0: yeah for sure
1: it definitely has been therapeutic getting to stay connected with you even after you moved far far away
0: i know man so many changes to (laughs) this last year and a half yeah
1: yeah yeah. well you know and even you know when we were isolated it's not like you were down here i couldn't see you (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) that's true might as well been in
0: another state Yeah.
1: yeah yeah um so the the only difference is that now when i look You know, at the little screen, you really are far, far away. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's been, it's been quite the journey. And, um, I'm even appreciative of the, the opportunity to keep at my, my digital art, you know. I don't want to call it digital art creation. Like, I feel like I'm playing with it most of the times. But, you know, using each episode as an opportunity to to try to get creative and figure out how I'm going to make the episode art for it. And that's been um, just a really helpful recurring part of of self-care for me over this past year. So, this helps to definitely keep that alive as well. So... Yeah, it's been it's been good fun. So
0: thank you. Likewise, thank you. You touched on it. I, I think the the best thing about this, aside from shining a light on all the hope, uh, is just getting to talk with you each week and just staying connected. And because this this last year, it proved to me beyond a shadow of doubt that uh, human interaction and connection is something that uh, I think we all need. <laughs> very it's very crucial to our mental well being. Is certainly mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. As you reflect back on the last year, is there a particular episode that sticks out to you that was your favorite?
0: What are you thinking? Well, there's definitely been uh, some great stories we've we've touched on uh, throughout this last year. Uh, I think, though, just personally, my favorite conversation was our Halloween brings hope uh for For two reasons, number one, that was our triumphant return from our hiatus. <laughs> so it took a few months <laughs> off that 's right it, it was appropriate for the season. We had to dust off those cobwebs and you know get back at it uh but more so, dude, I just love Halloween like nothing brightens me up more than just talking about the Halloween season and everything that goes along with it, so being able to share some past. Uh, halloween costumes and just uh some favorite trick-or-treat candies as a kid like being able to travel back in time essentially to those uh wonderful memories for me was just great you know and being able to share that with uh with our new friends, I was even better. So, and then of course we shared, uh, some fun Instagram photos of our childhood <laughs> Halloween costumes. <laughs> Those are great. Those are great. Yeah. It was definitely fun.
1: I, I know secretly it's your favorite because you got to talk about almond joy. Let's be real.
0: Hey, well, anytime I can talk about almond joy. Yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so that, yeah, the best candy ever invented. It's, yeah. In, saying, so.
1: in your world. <laughs> I'll, I'll, in your world, I'll let uh, you have that.
0: Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, anyway, so uh, that that was a great conversation for me. But what about you? Thinking back the last year, uh, what was a standout episode for you?
1: Halloween was definitely a fun one. I think I would have to probably say the Christmas one, though. Um, kind of along the same reasons. I mean, it's just, it's my favorite time of year. So getting to to chat about, you know, our, our favorite traditions and things that we do. Um I had a lot of fun drawing the Christmas tree that was the episode art. <laughs> <laughs> it was um very easy, very uh yeah, as always, very therapeutic for me.
0: Very festive. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah. And uh like even I think the the recommendations that we had for that episode were um like two Christmas time staples like have to watch. The Charlie Brown Christmas have to watch Mickey's it's a Christmas Carol. it like is not Christmas unless those two things have happened
0: <laughs> very true very so
1: true. um yeah i I think I would have to go with that episode as as one of the ones that stands out I mean there's different things from each episode that that I can think fondly upon, but those are probably my favorite
0: the Christmas or the holiday one was a lot of fun as well, so yeah, those are two great episodes. All right, well let's say we transition and bring in a little hope to the conversation. Uh what what do you have for us this week?
1: Well, I'm I'm being a little different right now. I don't want you to like freak out, but I don't have an actual article that I'm going to share with you.
0: All right. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Good stuff.
1: I'm just going to be, you know, a little mysterious in my share tonight, but um it it is a uh, a personal story of hope in that uh I got a text message from a friend of mine, who um, I will keep them anonymous. They they haven't wanted to share um, their story publicly, but a friend of mine has been um, battling cancer for the last year. And um, I got the call, I believe it was September of last year. And she told me that she had cancer and was going to be going through chemo, pretty pretty hardcore chemotherapy treatments and radiation treatments, and um, and then possibly surgery. So that's been going on um, since then. And I got a text from her. She had had some some follow up tests done after her treatments. The tests this past week showed that the tumor is completely gone, and. Uh, nothing appears to have spread anywhere else in her body. I like literally was sitting in the parking lot cause I looked at the text as I was about to leave work and, um, literally like got so happy I started to cry and I called her back and I was like, Oh my gosh, your text just made me so incredibly happy. Like this is, this is the greatest thing you could have <laughs> ever sent me today.
0: Amazing. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I just, you know, cancer is one of those things that affects so many people. I'm pretty sure everybody has a connection to cancer.
0: Yeah, I, I do.
1: Yeah, my my mom was diagnosed uh, December of 2013 with lymphoma, spent all of 2014 having chemo and radiation done, and, you know, thankfully, she's cancer-free today. Yes. I just know that, you know, I, I have some friends that um, their son was not as lucky, and that it was basically... Uh, a month before his 5th birthday he started chemotherapy treatments for leukemia they thought they were making progress and um he ended up getting a an infection uh, a rare infection as a result of chemotherapy and that's what sucks about chemo is that it you know it kills everything the good and the bad and he didn't make it and he was just a kid his parents um do so much for um, raising awareness for um, childhood cancers. And even today, um, they were out running a 5K uh, for um, Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation for um, their team, which is in honor of their little boy. And they also are participating in... um, the virtual chalk walk that's happening. Normally it happens um, out at Disneyland and I was actually a part of their team for the chalk walk one year and this year, you know, it's not um, they're not able to do the actual event because of the pandemic and everything going on Um, but they're doing it virtually and so, um, I don't know, I just you know, I think (sighs) cancer sucks and Losing a child sucks. But they are inspiring me by continuing to fight for other kids. I don't know why this is making me so emotional. But anyways. Well,
0: oh, it's a, it's an emotional thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like you said, we, we all have personal uh, personal tragedy, I guess, with cancer. You know, me, my grandfather lung cancer took him and that was really
1: rough. Yeah it's It's just a hard a hard thing to watch someone go through,
0: it really is, yeah,
1: but you know to to be able to celebrate with those who um were able to have victory over it, to be able to um honor those that have passed through um continuing to fight for research and and um bringing awareness to the diseases and and how we can find a cure for them like it it just inspires me so much to see. That they're still, even though they could be, like, wallowing in their grief and have every right to be there, still fighting to make a difference. And
0: um, Yeah, that's that's very inspirational. That's awesome.
1: Anyways, it's not an article per se, but this is life. And, um, yeah, and I just wanted to share.
0: It's a personal story of hope, which to me is super powerful. And, you know, when you're talking about cancer any positive forward momentum you can get from that is just it's wonderful, you know. I I mean god bless anyone who's dealt with it or dealing with it and especially you know when you have something positive to celebrate, I mean that's, that's just a uh, just cause for joy, you know. For sure. Super inspirational.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's what I got for today. I like it. You've inspired me, so I, I'm going to dump my article, and I'm going to share a little <laughs> bit of personal, personal hope as well. Okay. So just just to keep things congruent here, you know, I actually recently received uh, some great news, and uh, that is that I am an uncle once again. Woo-hoo. Yes. First off, like I uh, absolutely adore my my nephew, he's like 21 now. So I, <laughs> I guess he, he would probably cringe if he heard that. I just said, I adore him. And so to have another nephew now, you know, especially with this last year being what it is, you know, to, to have some personal joy brought into my life that way, you know, it's just, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's, it, it's just, uh, just fills me with, uh, a lot of hope. For the future, you know, every time I look at his little face, you know, I'm just reminded that the future is here, like it's bright, you know, there's definitely a lot to be hopeful for and thankful for. Uh, yeah, it's just the, the fact that this, you know, life could find a way during such a chaotic time and, you know, that my sister was actually able to find love during the pandemic, which, you know, that in itself is is also amazing, <laughs> you know, and it, it's just... Uh, yeah, it fills my heart with joy, you know. And so, for me personally, you know, with so much trials and tribulations that were thrown my way, uh, you know, with having to move like to a different state, uh, challenges with income streams, and just being hit with a pandemic, you know, then being self-employed and having to walk through all of those hurdles and minefields through the last year. It's yeah. You know, it, it was, a, it was a lot to, to take in, but having this, it, it's like all of those negative things just completely like melted away. Everything is just in my being is just, fi- I'm just filled with positivity uh, in this moment and just, uh, thinking about the addition to my family and yeah, it's just, it's just a wonderful thing, man. Like experiencing the, the joy of, of life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just mm-hmm. can't help but feel uh, feel good about it. So,
1: well, and it, it makes you wanna. I think it makes you wanna continue to push and fight for the good, and to to make joy and kindness and love and positivity spread like wildfire, so that that little that little one
0: can experience that.
1: You know, to to make the world a better place for them. Yeah
0: exactly and not, yeah i couldn't have said it better myself and that's that's exactly what you feel you know and that kind of goes into that hopeful feeling of the future and yeah just makes you want to take action and and i guess there's another nice byproduct of doing this podcast you know finding like the hope out there and uh, yeah being able to share it with him i, I think that's going to be great that's cool so there you go that is my personal story of hope
1: you know, it's our, it's our uh, one-year birthday here. We're just changing it up, you know.
0: <laughs> changing it up, and, and I like it. It's good. It's good, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Those were, uh, yeah, definitely two inspirational stories there. Uh, but before we get out of here, as we often do, I think we'll offer a recommendation, something that uh, Amy and I have been enjoying that uh, we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, uh, what do you have for us this week?
1: Well, I have a movie to share.
0: Oh, very cool.
1: It's one that, uh, gosh, it's it came out, I want to say it came out like 2012-ish. And it is called The Giant Mechanical Man. It is um, viewable on Peacock and Amazon Prime Video for free, I believe. Um, and I think it's on a couple other things that you can pay for, but those are the free ones. It stars, uh, Jenna Fisher and Chris Messina and Malin Ackerman, Topher Grace. It's a very, uh, random cast.
0: Well, Jenna Fisher, you have my, uh, you have my attention.
1: There you go. And I love her in this movie. Um, it's just, she's so quirky, <laughs> so quirky. Um, and her, her delivery, I don't know. I find her delivery of everything in this movie, just amusing for some reason. It's definitely got, you know, the indie indie movie vibes. Um, it's, a I would call it a, a, a romantic dramedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some rom-com elements, but it's not like your cheesy rom-com. It's got, um, some dramatic vibes it's got some comedy vibes um i don't know that it fits necessarily in one one area per se but um basically jenna fisher's character is just going through this giant question mark in her life she's just trying to figure stuff out having been in that place where it feels like the rest of the world is like moving all around you really fast and you don't know what the heck you're doing (laughs) i completely related with her character um and then, uh, Chris Messina's character is kind of like, he's just doing his thing. He's doing what he loves and, um, and, and enjoys and kind of gets, uh, looked down upon for what, for that. But it's, it's what happens when the two of them meets. And, uh, I don't know, there's just lots of little charming moments throughout the movie. Um, uh, when it ended, I couldn't help but smile. So, um, If you're looking for something to just kind of escape for an hour and a half, definitely give this movie a watch. The Giant Mechanical Man
0: uh, on Amazon Prime. Any movie that leaves you smiling. I, I don't know that you can ask much more than that, really, right?
1: Definitely, yeah. So how about you?
0: So my pick, uh, it's a podcast. So I'm Ooh. kind of returning to the podcast okay. train. And, you know, I actually mentioned this podcast briefly in our last uh, Instagram live when we were uh, talking about self-care. Uh, and it's called A Window to the Magic Disneyland Adventure Podcast. It's been around since 2005.
1: I say I've heard of it. I've never listened to it, but I've heard of
0: it. It has some steam. Yeah. Basically, I would describe this as this full... Uh, audio immersion within disneyland so what what the podcast does is they they basically fight you along with them so it's like you're on their shoulder or what have you as they uh, approach different uh venues in disneyland park whether it be like a parade like mickey and the magical map or or some like fireworks or, or just basically strolling down main street and Mm-hmm. Just taking in the atmosphere and the music and everything. They just present these like full stereo audio adventures. Uh and if you're someone who loves like audio immersion or yeah, honestly, I've even used this to sort of meditate to. <laughs> uh if you've been missing like Disneyland at all, which, you know, obviously most of us have cuz they've been closed for like over 400 days. <laughs> this is just a great way to bring those memories back and, and just close your eyes and let the theater of the mind take over. They do a great job. The audio is top-notch and you really feel like you are there. Like you can hear like side conversations going on and it just all—it's like you literally are wherever they are. So you're instantly transported to Disneyland, and they did like a whole series of the holidays in the park. So you can experience like different uh, musical acts and stage shows and fireworks, and just it, it really brings you the holidays that you know. Because usually, like, let's be honest, like Disneyland around the holidays is it, just something magical about it. <laughs> So being able to close your eyes and just be there yeah. whenever you want, uh, is a powerful thing. Like I found and it's it just, uh, yeah, the way I love to do it is I just flip off the lights, throw on my headphones and just get whisked away. And honestly, it's, it's really therapeutic for me. <laughs> like it's, it really does. It's almost like a meditative state I can get into. And nice. Yeah. I, I can't say enough positive things about it. Uh, It's definitely been a a godsend for me during this time when, you know, Disneyland has been closed uh, until just recently. So I highly recommend if you're into podcasts, if you're into audio experiences, I think you'll enjoy it. So a window to the magic Disneyland adventure podcast. Uh, I think you will enjoy it. It's a good time. All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. And if you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. We look forward to having you along with the podcast journey.
1: And if you happen to be on Instagram and can use a little extra hope in your Instagram feed, come and find us there. We are at AWO Hopes. And uh, we're just... You know, having a good time over there. We'd love to get you in on the fight So you can find us there on Instagram. Until next time.
0: Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Avita swang.
1: Swang. I, I no. put my own swing no. on it. No. You're like making up your own words.
0: Avita Schwing. <laughs>
1: You're like, uh, Wayne's worlding it. That's not how it works. Swing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A Vita Schwing.
1: That's not how it works.
0: Uh well it should.
1: No, oh, unfortunately. You would just get looked at really funny.
0: No, oh, that, that wouldn't be anything different.